0: Uh, just having a sip of my coffee to get rid of some of this sexy morning voice I've got going on here. Hey, hello. Don't get
1: rid of it. Just, just like amp it up. I know. You wanna, do you want to do you want to take a quick break and have like a cigar or something just to really get this thing going?
2: That should smooth the throat. I hear it has good medicinal properties. Well, mm-hmm. that would be very Mad Men, and I've got my Mad Men advertising
0: hair going on. You do I'll slick back. I'm do.
2: ready to buy ads right now.
1: <laughs> what are you selling? I've got buying. a deal
0: for you, but we'll have to we'll have to have a cognac first, maybe a
2: scotch, then a cognac.
1: Well, it is 9 a.m., so let's do that. Perfect.
2: Fortunately, I have a screenshot of this chat, so we can show everyone your slicked business here. You had a question about Christmas time holiday differences, Jason. That's what I can see in the notes here between the north and the south.
1: Jingle bells, jingle bells. J- yeah, I'm very interested in this. This seems like something that the world needs to know about because not only are you all upside down constantly, true, right? Mm. We're we're flip flopped. And so much about Christmas time, holiday time, whatever you wanna call it, is based in cold weather. For us, generally, right? I mean, it's in December, cold, winter. And so much stuff stereotypically is snow-based or I feel like Northern Hemisphere-based. I could be wrong on that. But I had some questions. About such things. So, obviously, right now for me, it's November 27th. Same fruit. No, November 28th, there? I don't know. Time zones. Anyway, we're coming up on Christmas and we just did Thanksgiving. That has nothing to do with you guys. So, who cares? Moving on. Christmas time, though, that is something that we actually both do. And you don't do Halloween either. So, that was another one. That was the one previous. Don't care. Okay, fine. This is the first one we've had in a while where we match up. So I wanted to know a couple of things. So first of all, obviously it doesn't snow there during Christmas. So you have summer Christmas. Very interesting. I I think a lot of people would be very thrown off by that here for sure. So does everything else match up? In other words, do you have Christmas trees that are like the stereotypical kind of pine tree looking thing, or do you do something else? Let's start there. Trees, go.
2: Okay, well, I'll start on trees, uh, if you're okay with that, Andrew. So... This would differ, you know, some people have fake trees, some people have real trees, but generally the Christmas tree in Australia is still a very big thing. And we've inherited that, as you've rightly identified, from the Northern Hemisphere, British heritage, all that sort of thing, generally, as the major cultural group, I suppose, for better or worse. Um, But, yeah, personally, I grew up with a real tree in the house. So, you're right, we're in the middle of a hot summer. Generally, it can either be really dry or really wet, at least on the East Coast, you know, here in Wollongong. This year's a La Nina, so we're going to have a lot of rain, I think, potentially. But growing up with that smell of the Christmas tree in the house was still a very big thing with decorations. And at least when I was a kid, people still sent Christmas greeting cards. And so in our pole frame house, you would just have these cards hanging on the beams and rafters. Not really a thing digitally these days, but. Yeah, I'd say, at least over here, um, people very much enjoy the summer aspect. You know, I've experienced a cold winter Christmas before in the Northern Hemisphere. and found it all very romantic and lovely, but kind of pined, to use that tree term, for the summer Christmas where you could actually get out and about, go to the beach, have picnics with friends, that sort of thing, and not kind of be stuck inside. Did you have that experience, Andrew? Or do you have that experience still?
0: Yeah, when I was a kid, we were- we st- we had the real tree and the smell. They were never really fancy trees. They were pretty, they were kind of like, if you imagine one step up from Charlie Brown's Christmas tree, that's probably what we were, we were looking at. Um, but it did have that smell to it. Nowadays, with our, our kids don't get that luxury because we've just got the plastic tree, <laughs> the, the big W plastic tree. Um, and perfect timing because just this morning, my wife Hannah said to me, we need to get the tree down and put it you know put it together again and that's, that's bad news for me. I do not like dealing with the tree. it feels I said to her, didn't we just do that? It was literally: <laughs> you did a year ago maybe a, actually. two months ago that I took down that tree branch by branch.
2: I need to interrupt briefly though because I think we may need to clarify something. Jason, when Andrew said the big W Christmas tree, did you imagine a Christmas in the tree in the shape of a W?
1: No, I just imagine that it was a <laughs> fake tree that you got from the local Woolies.
2: Oh, okay. There is that you go. close? Is that right? Big, D-
0: Big W is oh. different to Woolies.
2: But owned by Woolies, isn't it? Same company. What's at one point? I don't know. Is it still? I don't know. Maybe. But I just wanted to clarify that because I can imagine all these Northern Hemisphere listeners going, my God, Australian trees are in the shape of a W." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, for W A, that's like how self indulged they are. They're like everything must be either a W or an A or both.
0: Well, the one thing I wish we didn't have to deal with is a tree. Well, why can't we just have the tree somehow maintain? Like, I want to find a way either a pop up tree, like a, like an umbrella, and you pop it up, and then just it's all decorated. Or if we're having to do the tree that we've got now, is there some way that I can just like wrap plastic around it or something? And then 11 months' time, just snip, scissor snip the plastic off it, and it, boom, the tree's back.
1: I mean, if anybody's into tradition, clearly it's you. You're really, really loving the. The, the, the thought and the, the exercise of putting the tree up it sounds like your favorite thing it's
0: repetitive labor why would we keep doing this for ourselves it should be an efficiency process we can apply to it
1: ah okay yeah we should probably just maximize efficiency on all holidays and just why don't we just stick them all at the beginning of the year honestly January 1st 2nd 3rd 4th 5th let's just bang out all the holidays eight days done get it out of the way
2: I mean, just make Christmas Day an hour. I mean, why does it have to be a full day? That's ridiculous. Christmas it's, hour, just that's what I'm in, saying.
1: You know. Yeah, give them 15 minutes. What what do you need more than that? So, and putting up that tree that clearly no one likes to do, right? So, so it's still like the 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 triangle pine tree looking tree yep. though, right? Like that's still
0: that's the. look. So are
1: there yep. are there Christmas tree farms? I guess you would call it there. Yep. Okay, so that's still a thing.
2: Yeah, there was a tradition when I was a kid, at least within our family, we would go down, this is my sister and I, would go down with our mum to like, uh, the suburb just down from us, and there would be this uh, part of a car park that would be covered in all of those trees that you could select from, and we would find the real one that we wanted, go home, bring that smell into the house, and decorate it. Got it.
1: Okay. Okay, good. So, trees still exist. So, I, I assume by extension- <laughs> yes christmas tree lights uh-huh. still a thing uh-huh. house lights did you do, do the outside of the house
0: oh house lights have gotten ridiculous over the last few years okay so you guys control. are into that there, competition thing going yeah, on Yeah, whole, whole streets will get together and elaborately decorate it's ridiculous okay, okay. same
2: here yeah okay And this is where I'm not quite the same with Andrew with the efficiency aspect, but I'm regarded as a bit of a Grinch when it comes to Christmas, particularly by Natasha, because
1: Why am I not surprised that both of you are in this, like, of course you are,
2: obviously. No, I I love Christmas as as an event to get together and see family and presents and stuff are fine, but it's this, um, no, it's just this, like Andrew said, about lights getting ridiculous. It's everything gets bigger and more over the top constantly. And I just think, uh, you know. I mean, I'm not personally very religious, but you know, I look at things and I go, is it about Jesus or is it about something else? Is it about uh, the sales? I don't know. I just feel it's getting increasingly consumerist. That's my mm. grinchy aspect. Yeah. Anyway, your next question, Jason.
1: Uh, okay, so I'm going to step away from the religious or not aspect of the whole topic and keep it abstract. Um, something. So I'm talking about snow earlier. I'm curious if... Let's say you go and you get something to decorate the outside of your house, like a Santa in a sleigh kind of thing, or you get some greeting cards. Are there predominantly still snow-themed Christmas things there when that makes absolutely no sense at all? Or did they put him in a sleigh in sand or something?
2: They typically do things like that because, as I said, Australians, at least, you know, anglo-australians typically hold on to this older heritage or you know northern hemispherian idea it's either santa in a snow context or adapting santa for very bizarre warm Australian conditions, So suddenly you'll see like on Aldi commercials here, Santa's surfing, but still in full attire, maybe just with shorts, even though he's being baked in the sun. So, and then you hear like, you know, jingle bells being adapted with Australian lyrics and they've got, you know, things and references to kangaroos and you kind of go, why, why is this happening? Which is, I mean, I suppose it still makes sense because even a lot of other migrant groups who came here after, like during the post-war period have, christmas affiliations or memories in their own cultures so it makes sense that there's this northern angle but i still find it funny that we haven't really adapted for a more southern thing what do you reckon andrew i
0: wholeheartedly agree it's just the same tropes but they they summarize it usually as well santa's santa's board shorts if he's wearing board shorts will often have maybe pictures of santa on them surfing you know so it's kind of the the multiple depths they really go all out on localizing santa but it's always but it's 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 a simplified expression of australia because it's it's either surfing or it's at the beach now i'm australian i've never surfed i have no desire to surf i don't really like the beach there's too much sand um so look that 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 santa doesn't speak to me
1: <laughs> not my santa summer vacation came to mind, which is the opposite, right? Where we're full on winter Christmas and now you're summer Christmas. So your summer vacation for us, I'm assuming school-wise, things relatively line up in terms of breaks and so forth. So Mm. you're actually more of like a winter vacation from school, or is that not true?
0: Not true. We're all summer. Kids get three months off in summer something ridiculous something way too long something as a parent i have to deal with um yeah it breaks a week or two before christmas and then they go back at the beginning of february and that's when school kids change to a new year you know they go up up a year so everybody graduates their current year at the end of the year and move forward
2: I remember finding it absolutely bizarre as a kid when I found out, I think it was in primary school when I found out that Americans or other people in the Northern hemisphere had a school year over two years. And I went, that just sounds like the most ludicrous thing because to me it was like you start, let's say year four or fourth grade or whatever. And then you were in the fourth grade for that year and then you moved to the fifth one. And then it was in that year. But the idea that it was like, I don't know, 2002 slash 03 or something. I'm like, what the hell is that? So I found that really, really weird that you would have a holiday in the middle of the year. But then
0: they can, ma- Americans manage that, but they can't manage like a financial year running from July to June. Like their corporations, don't they generally run January to December for a financial year? This is the business speaking. This is the business speaking here.
1: Fiscal year. We, li- we, li- we like to call that fiscal years.
0: Is there no standardized, agreed approach?
1: Nope. No, you pick. I think. I think you basically pick on what best fits you cheating on taxes as much as possible.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that's that. That is officially what we could do in Australia too. Any company is free to choose its own fiscal year, but if you actually choose anything other than July to June, you're basically an idiot company and it will get no respect.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of times here, if you're like a startup type company that's brand new and just can't understand how that works, you're like, Yeah, January to December, obviously. But if you're a more, you know, you have a lot more money to hide and shift around the world, then you do weird things like we're gonna do August is the beginning of our fiscal year. It's like
2: Do you have those stupid office works ads where kind of like in Mean Girls where they try to make fetch happen, they try to make that happy ear for your what you sale you know where they say happy end of financial year is like and every year they're like office Works, stop trying to make the end of financial year like as a holiday happen do you oh, have Oh
1: right where you're supposed to buy a bunch of crap so you can like write it off or whatever
2: yeah because it's like oh office works we sell things for offices and now the people in offices can have a holiday where they it's like they're trying to make black friday but you can buy a brother
0: printer on you know june 30 and write it off on july one
2: woohoo Happy EOFY or whatever that is. I don't even know how to spell that. That is not
1: the show title cuz that doesn't even that doesn't even work.
2: Well, it's like EOFY, but they try to say it like a word, EOFY or something. To bring that back to Santa and
0: Christmas, I just want to know if Santa Santa really should be running, he should be running a July to June financial year as well because the amount of revenue recognition he'd be getting in the end of the financial you know in that november december period if you're cutting Mm. off your year at that point there's a whole bunch of revenue you probably don't have time to recognize because it's still flooding through you're still settling your books he he should definitely be a uh july to june guy financial year i would suggest
1: yeah i mean can you imagine that year over year growth
2: well he's basically an operations specialist he's like the bearded tim cook running the magical supply chain
1: (laughs) quick apology uh to the winner of our crocodile dundee live watch contest winner um they have not received their prize yet i'm aware of this i'm sure they are painfully aware of this but good news the prize is in hands in my hands so now i just have to ship it so it's coming gabby the winner it's on its way, I swear. We are not liars. We do actually have prizes for these contests. So, it's going to be here very soon. oneprimeplus.com. Uh, no, no, no. Yes, we have another contest. We had the uh the Omgalol contest. To, I think that's how he, that's how he pronounces it, right? Omgalol. I think that's what he said. So, those have been uh carefully curated and calculated for the winners so i will be emailing uh wait will i be emailing them hmm. i don't think i have everyone's email i will be contacting you in the means that you provided your answer to to have you somehow contact me back so that i can give you your code for your omgalol one year account
2: and while we're on the topic of recaps, et cetera, I want to thank everyone who submitted an entry for our Nostalgic November. That was really lovely. A combination of little photo grabs, lovely extended stories as well. And we'll include a link in the show notes to our blog, which collects all these stories. Really nice. And not just technological stuff either. So, thanks to everyone who participated. I just had a good idea. If
0: So, if November was Nostalgic November, so we themed that one. We need a theme plan a theme for december gift giving christmas december what do you reckon
1: ooh that really just that's concise really concise and and gets to the point i like it
2: happy ggcd month
1: Mmm, ggcd month
2: good 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 yeah happy good good, good to everyone
1: ggcd what was it ggcd yeah G- gift giving christmas december <laughs> That is one of the worst names we've ever come up with. I love it. We're going with it. All right. GGCD it is. Um, what What do you do? So, but what do we do for GGCD? This has to be a thing now. You have to give a gift to someone that needs it or something. There's got to be some kind of give giving something.
0: Oh, I hadn't really thought that that far
2: through. Okay. So, it's the idea that we're donating food, gifts, or any other useful items to those who are less advantaged and then sharing that particular thing with other people so they know who they can give things to is that the kind of very bizarre premise that we're coming up with here we're actually donating if you ins
1: if you insist on explaining it in a way that people will understand then yes
2: is that what you're going for andrew were you going for something uh, more capitalist or more um socially minded it's official G G C
1: D B F. Q-Z-Y. Give food slash goods that people need to people that need them. Done.
2: And feel free to share your goodness with everyone else so they know where you donated. We'll do the same.
1: Hates trees, loves people. Hey guys, guess what I did
0: last night? What did you do? I went to Explosive Pro Wrestling.
1: That sounds dangerous.
0: It was, it was reawakening 20
1: can you give us a little more about that? Cause
0: what does that mean? You're all familiar with WWF slash WWE, I'm sure.
2: Oh, the World Wildlife Fund. Yeah, that's a good uh, organization. Yeah, well, that's, yeah.
0: that's why it became WWE. Um, This is the Perth version of that.
1: Oh, it, obviously. It yeah. is
0: sensational. It is so good. Right? Is
1: this like backyard wrestling? It's backyard, or? but it's legit.
0: It's it's professional. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's at... It's held for the for the Perth locals. They ha- they have an event every couple of months at uh, the Claremont Showgrounds Gate One. I encourage you to get along at some point in the future if you can because it is sensational. The final match of last night was to decide the new cha- the champion. It was uh, Mad Mikey Nichols Nichols up against uh, Julian Ward, local Fremantle boy. He done good.
1: That was the that was the name he came up with. Was just his name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to go with the classics. Yeah. It was, it was an epic match. It was, it was one of those matches. Basically, it was a no holds barred free for all. So accoutrements were used. There was a trash can, or as we Ah. would call it, a rubbish bin.
1: A a bin.
0: There was a cricket bat. Ooh. Which, so imagine a rubbish bin placed over the head of another person and a cricket bat smashed into that rubbish bin. It was good. Mm hmm.
1: like a metal one, right? Like yeah, a, yeah, like a proper yep. yeah. Yep. So it's real loud. So okay. yeah,
2: real loud. Um. So do these characters? I mean, or these wrestlers? Whoa, whoa, do they the have
1: characters? Implies that this is
2: not. Well, thing. that's why I was rewording. Do these wrestlers oh, okay. adopt a particular persona or character, or is it just some guy who you know finished work and popped up and smashed someone in the head with a cricket bat?
0: No, they generally um they do they all do have personalities characters of their own. Yeah. Th- of their creation um some are better than others but it's not some of the wrestling i don't want to like belittle it. these guys are, are really good some of the people that are wrestling it is top shelf high quality wrestling really really talented people fit as a lot of time spent in the gym um and they can they can move and they can do this it is really really impressive i've been going to this for probably three years i've been a i remember regular, you
1: going last year with Benji, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, kids love it. They absolutely love it. Although for the last few months, Benji's been saying to me, "Dad, when I grow up, I'm going to be a wrestler." I'm like, That's fine. No. Halfway through the main event of last night, um, probably after ta- thumbtacks—you know, those metal thumbtacks you put mm. on a pin-up board—don't like that. Somebody, yeah, drawing pins. Yeah. After somebody was body slammed into some of those, uh, Benji turned to me and said, "Dad, I don't want to be a wrestler anymore."
1: Wise As a choice, sensible kid. yeah.
0: Pretty clever. So, was,
1: no spoilers. But who's the new champ?
0: New champ, Julian Ward. He snatched the belt from Mikey Nichols in an epic performance. Really great from both from both guys. Huge match. It was like quite painful, quite violent. They're usually not that violent, but this one was um mm. sometimes you need that in wrestling especially this is their main event for the year so they really stepped it up a notch
1: mm. yeah um, you gotta bloody it up make yeah. the people want to come back
0: yeah usually that like other matches just really good technical wrestling big shout out to uh gavin mcgavin sure the yeah. real wrestler big- mm-hmm. epic epic wrestler so
2: are there any are there any videos online or photos that you can share that we can put in the show notes so people can get a feel for this
0: Look, it is licensed content, so I'm not sure I can share, but they, they have a Twitter account, um, EPW Perth or something. The event was reawakening number 20. It was, uh, you'll find, find them on the socials. They've got a website, EPW Perth, I think it is. I'm getting nothing for this. They don't know I exist, but I know they do.
1: Was The Undertaker there?
0: The Undertaker? Yeah. No, he wasn't there, um, but the world beater Damien Slater was. Mm. Yeah, he 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 spent some time in the WWE world for a while, a number of years ago.
1: I would really like these people to workshop some names. I think is what I'm taking away from this.
0: Well, my favorite wrestler who's not there, I'm not sure he's still active, whether he's just having a break. Um, but gorgeous Gary,
1: gorgeous Gary see, was uh, there. Fantastic. You go. That's see, he's got he's got the the. Yeah, it was that's more boy. what I'm looking for. More than just like, hey, I'm Todd Anderson. It's like, okay. Well, well at
2: least do some Spoonerisms, like take their real name and just swap the, the two initials and you get some great results. Something. Like yeah. Julian Ward or Woolly and Jord. I don't know. It just sounds more interesting. There you go. Doesn't okay. make any sense, but it's like, oh, Woolly and Jord. That sounds pretty good. So, I might be able to include a couple of photos that I surreptitiously took.
0: I don't know. I took just a couple of photos last night. I might be able to put them in the show notes somewhere, but what I'm saying is, people, people, wrestling is very divisive. People will say, "Oh, it's fake." It's like, uh. so, no, it's scripted. But let's see you get body slammed off a top rope onto a canvas and see if it hurts, and then tell me how fake it actually is. Mm. This is an athletic yeah.
1: performance.
2: I, I think that's right. It's a performance that happens to be very athletic. Yep. So get around it, Perth people. EPW, EPW.
0: Now back to scheduled, normally scheduled content. I have information about my new my iMac and an iMessages bug.
2: Something technological. Wow, go for it.
1: I'm glad you fixed your computer finally. Jason made me do it, Martin. Yeah, because his computer was f- messed up. His tech support,
0: his tech support was mm. format the whole thing and start it over again. <laughs>
2: And did that work? Did no, that resolve guess, your issues? Yes, it did. <laughs> oh.
0: No, it didn't.
2: <laughs> yes, it did. What was the issue in the first place or the numerous issues? What uh, were they? Can you
0: describe it, Jason? I don't even know where to start. Markdown double brackets.
1: <laughs> There's a certain kind of person in the technology world that feels that they need to A, try everything that's ever been done in the entire world. B, must modify slash change everything that exists within the system. And then C, somehow expects that all to just work still when there's no possible way that it could. So that's the situation that our friend got himself into by doing probably about 11 years now worth of little tweaks and modifications that he's seen in random message boards And Reddit threads and so forth. (laughs) They seemed like great ideas at the time. Didn't need them at (laughs) all, but they were there. So let's do them. You know, when you start typing things into the terminal, copy and paste style. I was going to ask if terminal featured. Oh, had to be. Had to be. So much terminal copy and paste. Where you hit enter, (sighs) seemingly nothing happens, but horrible things are happening in the background. What
0: does defaults right mean anyway?
1: (laughs) There you go. So then we get into a situation where our un- unnamed friend um, is attempting to do something very basic with Markdown, which was make a Markdown link to an image with, with within what application? You ask his normal note application? No, some other random thing he found on the internet that he decided to <laughs> incorporate into his life. So he starts bolted typing. Bolted the other note taker. Yes, bolted on. Yep, that's a good way to put it. Band aided, <laughs> band aided on, maybe, something like that. Blue tacked. So Ooh. he's in this thing creating who knows what. I don't know. I don't even still understand what it was. But it was creating markdown links that were somehow. So everyone. Kn- not everyone. People that use Markdown know Markdown links for an image. You got your your exclamation point. You got your brackets with your words for the image. Your other uh, parens there with the, the link. It was po- repopulating the, the first bracketed section twice in a row between what the plain text was and what it was being rendered as. Yeah, that makes sense, right? You're thinking, that's not how that works. It's just plain text. How could plain text be duplicating itself randomly in another place? I can tell you. Because you've done 11 years worth of weird markdown interactions and 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 magic to your system. So the only solution is to just burn it to the ground. Start over from your iMac that's been carried over for the last 6 computers. And just start over. Because when I did what he was attempting to do, did it work? Perfectly. Of course it did. Because it's just a normal system. So, uh, he burned it to the ground, and now it works fine.
0: Except for that one bug, which still features.
2: What bug is that?
1: Oh, that's called... It's it's pronounced BB-edit, not bug. So, he uses BB-edit which has probably been hacked to bits over the last 15 years as well because it's extensible and now it doesn't render text properly. He creates Markdown files. Are they .mds? No, they're not.
0: I, I'm not it's it's not BBS fault. I think it's Marked's fault. From our friend Brett Chirpstra, I think there may be a bug.
2: Oh, right.
1: It's a okay. like a renderer thingy for markdown
2: files. Is it like M A R K D? Uh, key day. See now I'm even kind <laughs> of even spell or say words properly. All that is M A R K D apostrophe S. Marked. Is that what you're doing? You've completely thrown me for a six there. No, no, no. I was trying. I was trying to
0: pluralize the name of the app. So I was trying to say it was possessive. And I was trying to say it's Mark's fault. So the app is Mark's called fault. Marked. Mark. M A R K E D. Yeah. Like I
2: said, apostrophe S.
1: Mark's fault. Yes.
2: But no, not Mark. Gotcha. Marked. Who's Mark? Yeah, I said a D, but then I stuffed up the letters. Anyway, I've thrown you off now. But now Jason's saying Mark. It's Mark. Who's Mark?
1: I don't think Mark has anything to do with this. It's Marked
2: by Brett.
0: This is high quality discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, the upshot is I have my iMac. Is so fast. It's it's flying now. It's an Intel iMac. And it just, you should see how fast this thing boots it's ridiculous. I didn't realize I could go that fast. And yeah. um, all's well, except for now, I found another bug. Mm. I message, Right. I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at Hamster Views chat. Tell and me. And it says, two people updated contact information. Jason, Martin. And okay. there's a button that says view. Right. Okay. I'm going to click view because yeah, I'm curious about that. Uh, and I get a little pop-up drop-down pop-up thing, new photo available from Jason, new photo available from Martin. As two separate dialogues in this one pop-up. I can either ignore or update contact. The update contact is in a drop-down, you know, the little blue arrow next to it. I can, so I think, oh, so I can update contact or I can do something else. So I'll click that blue arrow to see. Uh, no, I can't. It's unclickable. Okay. Hmm. Can't up. All right, so maybe I just click on update contact button rather than the drop down area. Sure. No, nothing, nothing, nothing. But no. I want the new photo from Jason and Martin.
1: I would recommend upgrading to an M series uh, computer.
0: I feel like upgrading to Windows at this point. This is ridiculous.
1: Whoa. Upgrading whoa, to Windows is not a sentence that makes any sense. I don't think that's a thing.
0: Okay. So, but I want, I want Jason's photo. Maybe we don't looks want you like to have it. It looks like a GQ magazine cover, right? You know, We know the one. I know the one. But I'm going to click, for the purpose of this show, I'm going to click ignore. I have not done this yet. Okay. Somehow I have to get this photo. Okay. Ignore. Oh. 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 Fixed. It, it thought from, it then it went away. And now I've still got a new photo available from Martin. The drop down area is still twice as big as it needs to be because I'll try and upload it. Why don't you just
2: try uploading photos that you want, right? And then maybe the actual dialog box will work and then replace the thing that you put there with the thing that it wants to put there.
0: I don't know, but you know what? I've got your new photos in
2: iMessage. There you go. So we actually resolved it by talking through this, is that right? It's been resolved there we go so you don't need to buy an M1 series computer
1: you're welcome iMessage developers we solved the feedback wow. issue
0: wow
2: I'm going to put a new photo into my iMessage contact now
0: I might install a sticker pack alright
2: that's me done I'm out I want to ask Andrew about the drink bottle that he's flashed up more than once oh, the on the A5. recording now A4 A5, A5. Uh, can I just ask are you drinking from part of an, an aquarium or a fish tank because that's what it that looks <laughs> like
0: <laughs> it does look that way, doesn't it? It's no. this
2: rectangular prism with a little
0: knob on the end. This is, it's, a, it's a, a memo bottle or memo bottle, depending on where you come from. It comes in various sizes. I know this because my wife has an A6, I guess it would be. It has it printed on it, A5, and you can get
2: various sizes. All right, I was the ignorant one here. I, I just keep seeing this rectangle Pop up with water in it.
0: It's thin. It's thin. So you can slip it into your briefcase.
1: Right. Because everyone, you know, briefcase. Exactly. Thin.
2: Samsonite.
1: Yeah. He puts it in, in his, uh, what are they? Uh, day planner.
0: <laughs> so, so after <laughs> I've done my skid pal, I can pull out and have a sip of water. And uh, it's quite lovely. And I will say that the, in uh, environmental corner, this company who make it, uh, Be bee corporation certified, so it may just look like a plastic bottle. Whatever but that means. Apparently, it's
1: uh, good for the environment.
2: So there you're you go. talking about bees, as in pollinators.
1: What's a bee? What's a bee? Is that like a corporation run by bees?
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep,
0: yeah. yep, yeah. that's right. It's honey, honey central.
1: Not those murder hornets, though, right? These are like normal, nice bees. Yeah. No,
0: don't like those.
1: <sighs> They're not good. It's a good
0: water bottle. I, I endorse it. I'll see if I can dig out a referral code and you know, okay. see if I can do that. Perfect.
2: And if you can actually show us a picture and put it in the show notes of that bottle inside one of your briefcases Ooh. and how it fits, that would oh, be yeah, great. Okay, I can, I can make that happen.
1: Is it a day planner? What was the thing that everybody was, was big on years and years ago? Is it called a day planner? I can't think of the name now. That you mean like the a-
2: organizers? Yeah. Like in Seinfeld when Elaine gets one and it malfunctions and the Russian writer throws it out the window.
1: Maybe it's file effects. That could be it. Yeah. But that's what these bottles would fit in. I feel like you would fit that in one of those somehow and it would be.
2: Oh, you're talking about a bag or a case. I was thinking about those little devices that you.
1: Oh, no, it's like a big leather, like crazy Ah. book that's got all the stupid, you know, geek calendar and it's your phone in, in paper form. It might have a little calculator built into it. Yeah, embedded in it. Yep. So you, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. But it's solar. Yes. <laughs> so, it's questionable.
2: Yep. Andrew, when you're out and about consulting and keeping Perth running, do you carry one of those with you? Uh, no, I don't. Although, I have to
0: admit that in my younger days, I may have had a folio much like Jason just outlined. I am not Fantastic.
1: Surprised. You were so, you wanted one of those for the longest time, I bet. And then when you finally got one,
2: so excited. I wanted, I remember getting- Color matched with your pocket protector.
1: Making up up calendar events that weren't even real, just so you could pencil them in. When I was,
0: (laughs) I think when I was in high school, (laughs) I think I bought myself an actual, like not the A4 ones, but the smaller ones, the sort of- Mm. purse size ones that would have yeah for the everyman on the go yeah and it would have removable sort of paper and it was refillable so you could buy refill packs and it was kind of like had six or seven six loop, ring binder ring, thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you clip it open put some sheets in clip it closed yep. keep track of your days mm-hmm. yeah i bought myself one of those as a mm. student
1: mm-hmm. of course you did high school
0: you gotta keep how else you know your schedule seriously how did i not get beaten up more often so lucky that I could play basketball. That is just- you were using it as a shield, that's why. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> basketball was like my school defense system. <laughs> like- so people look at you and go, who's this nerd carrying a file effects or whatever it was? And I'm you're like, going- no, that's our center forward. That's right. I, I was know.
0: literally, if you've ever seen White Man Can't Jump, and it was like, yeah, we'll take the chump.
2: You know, I was said chump. Billy Hoyle. Yeah, you've made that reference before and we didn't react. I remember you were very heartbroken. You've just done it again, so that's twice. Well, no, I acknowledge the reference and how we didn't acknowledge it the first time. (laughs) You still didn't laugh.
1: It'll happen a third time. Don't
2: worry. What a chump.
1: (laughs) Oh, Billy. (laughs) Oh, God.
2: Somebody Um, will get that. Nick Tan. So, Jason, how's your iPhone 13 Pro going? Oh no! Wait, sorry. Nick Tan. Nick, Tan. Nick Tan,
1: big Nick Tan shout out. Tick yeah, man. Nick Tan will get that Tick reference. Man.
0: He'll enjoy it. And um, I caught up with Nick Tan in person. Big thanks to Nick in Tan Perth-sen. this week. I um, he was really, really, really hospitable. Great to see him. Um, it's hemispheric views bringing people together.
1: Mm-hmm. We bring a lot of people together. I think more than you would expect. Whether because they meet through this or because they can't stand to listen, so they go seek out other people to talk to. One way or the other, we're driving people together.
0: So if you're in Wollongong, seek out Martin.
1: Hmm, I don't know if I can vouch for that. That seems a little stalkerish.
0: You'll find him in a library, perhaps,
2: or in Maybe an <laughs> Apple store. a library. <laughs> <laughs> Library. it's true yeah. i'm normally just hanging around the uh you know general non-fiction section looking to strike uh strike up conversation with people who didn't want it it's like yeah. oh i or see the you newspaper for-
1: section he's big on the newspaper section he's always over there rifling through newsprint
2: nostalgically through the old good Week- good weekend magazines from the city yeah. morning Herald. he'll Love have that. the
1: little he'll have the little gloves on the little rubber gloves so he doesn't get the newsprint on his fingers that'll be him so just look for that guy
2: Although, to be fair, I mean, you say, you know, you'll find Martin walking around Mullungong. When I first met Natasha, we'd be walking around, you know, we'd go to a cafe or something, walking through the CBD or down by the beach or whatever. And people would say, oh, how you going, Martin? And then we'd just strike up conversation and we'd walk away and she'd go, why does everyone know you? How is this going on? And I think it was kind of a symptom of uh, being someone who was like the high school captain guy. So I was constantly up in front of people like in a school context and then i'd go and do stuff at other schools and i kind of did drama and stuff and it's not like i knew everyone not everyone in Wollongong knows who martin feld is i don't know oh come on now it was enough people it was enough people that she went how the hell does everyone know you and it was kind of this bizarre case of minor celebrity status because there'd be people who said hello to me and i didn't actually remember who they were because i was the one up behind a lectern or performing or something like there's that martin guy and i'm like, "Hello, person." And just as a reference, Martin's downplaying this. I spoke with somebody that I work with,
0: and, so, and he's, he's, he's in Wollongong. And he said, Oh, <laughs> Martin, I know Martin. <laughs> so how do you? So we're only one degree of separation before we're even doing this show, because I know a guy who knows, who's in Wollongong who knows Martin. Yeah,
1: I was walking around downtown Portland the other day and somebody stopped me and was like, hey, you're that guy that knows Martin. And I was like, yep, that's me. (laughs) You bet. It was uncanny. I couldn't believe it. It was crazy.
2: Well, look, next time uh, you're walking down the beach, said person listening to this podcast and you happen to be by the Ted Tobin OAM observation deck looking over City Beach and Flagstaff Hill, maybe we'll, you know, share a coffee and have some takeaway chips and fend off the seagulls. It would be great.
0: And and if you're in Portland nobody approach jason he
2: isn't android Do not approach me his um his self his self-defense systems will kick in and you you may die and for those who don't know what we're talking about if you aren't a subscriber to one prime plus go and have a look because probably one of our most favorite episodes we've ever done we discovered that jason is in fact some form of replicant or android looking at pre-teen photos thank you david h for submitting that question i thought that was a lot of fun
1: GGCD? It's in the game!